Welcome to Constructed Curiosity, a podcast that aims to expand your horizons and promote personal growth by exploring various topics and having conversations with extraordinary people. I'm your host, Casey Sprague. Thank you for joining me, and let's start the show. Happy Monday, and welcome to the latest edition of Monday Motivation Minutes here on Constructed Curiosity. So today's topic is going to be self-loathing and self-love. So we're going to start off with the former. So self-loathing. It refers to an underlying belief or feeling that one is simply not good enough. And this is something that affects most of us throughout our lives. There comes a point where we're at some sort of crossroads. There could be a cognitive dissonance in our mind where we've done something. We made a decision or we failed to make a decision or pursue an opportunity. And it starts to affect how we feel about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, how we begin to see the world through our eyes. And it really starts to look at a negative connotation. So we're going to dive into this a little bit further and look at some of the stuff that the University of Berkeley has put out. It talks about the different signs and symptoms of self-loathing. The first one they talk about is having an all-or-nothing thinking. You start to believe in absolutes, either it is or it isn't, either it can or it can't. And you don't see the shades of gray that truly make up the world. And this is extremely dangerous. When you start to see things as black and white, you're going to have very linear and limited thinking which is not gonna allow you to grow yourself. You're gonna start believing your own lies that you tell yourself about things. You say something can't be done, you start to believe it truly can't. Instead of trying to figure out ways and be creative and find ways to make purpose and figure it out. Next is that negativity bias and it goes right along with that all or nothing thinking. Because once you start to think in absolutes, you start to see the wrong in everything that you pursue. So it could be, you know, you just think that everything's gonna happen the wrong way. You're not gonna get the job. You're not going to get published. You're not going to you know, get the hit in the ball game or whatever else it is. You're going to tell yourself it's not going to happen. And that is extremely dangerous for thinking. And that's going to lead to the next one, which is low self-esteem. When you start having that negativity bias and all or nothing thinking. You start to lose faith in yourself. You start to think that you cannot make anything happen. You're a failure. You're a joke. Or, you know, you have a lot of imposter syndrome. You don't feel like, if you're put in a position that you know you've probably earned, you might think you haven't, and you just don't think you're up to this task. And that's very dangerous. Emotional reasoning is the next point that they talk about, which is something that affects many of us, like I said, at various points in our lives, and probably throughout our lives, there's gonna be moments and situations. When you let your emotions lead, it's very dangerous. The 24-hour rule is something I'd recommend thinking about here. If something is bothering you, and you have a very angry reaction or a sadness reaction or you know you feel threatened by something, take 24 hours. Think about it. If you still feel the same way and it's bothering you to the level that it did at that initial emotional reaction, then find a constructive way to remedy it. Talk to whoever the person is, figure out what the situation was, figure a reasonable and rational way to do this, not going at this emotionally. Difficulty accepting compliments. That is a big one and I'll be quite honest and transparent, that's one that I struggle with. Even though, looking at the five love languages, words of affirmation is my biggest one, but I still feel very uncomfortable accepting compliments. I don't like to be directly praised. It's a weird concept that makes no sense. You'd think it'd be hand in hand, but it's true. If you have difficulty accepting compliments, it feeds into a negativity bias in the way you see yourself. So you have to work on seeing yourself in a different light and understanding that you're worthy of that praise. Sensitive to criticism, this is another one that a lot of us deal with, I know I have at times, and it's just the fact that you aren't 
willing to understand that people aren't insulting you or saying you're dumb when they criticize something that you're doing. They may have more experience than you. They may know better than you. And this comes from having that emotional intelligence like we've talked about before. You have the self-awareness to understand just because I put my heart and soul into this idea or concept or plan or whatever it is, it doesn't mean it can't be improved upon. Life is a constant lesson. You're going to be learning. You're going to be growing. You're going to be adapting. And if you close yourself off and you don't embrace that growth mindset, you're never going to reach your full potential. And the last thing I talk about for signs or symptoms is being overly critical of yourself. I've mentioned that before. I just mentioned it a few minutes ago. I've been overcritical of myself many times in life, but forgive yourself. And that's something we're getting ready to talk to you about in self-love. You have to understand that you make mistakes. You can't beat yourself up over everything that happens. You can't, don't have control over every situation. And even if you do have control and you're the one responsible for the mistake, it's okay. Learn from it. Move on. It's going to be all right. So let's move into self-love here now that we've talked a lot about self-loathing. So self-love is regarding one's own well-being and happiness as very important and you're desirable and you know you feel good about yourself. You know your worth and your virtue. So I found something really interesting as I was researching this topic and it came from selfloverainbow.com and they actually have a great circle that divides up into sections and talks about the foundations of self-love. So the first one that I'm going to talk about here is mental health. So focusing on stress management mental and your mental health, learning healthy coping skills, that is critically important. Life is going to throw stress at you. It's going to beat you up. You're going to fall flat on your face at various times. Heck, you can fall flat on your face for months at a time, but you have to be able to pick yourself back up. You have to keep going. Self-acceptance is another thing they talk about. Accepting that you do not have to be perfect to be worthy of love. You know, that makes me think of the movie Talladega Nights. You know, Ricky Bobby is sitting in the, the bar talking to the girl who's in the movie with him. And he says, you know, all these people are only loved because of the winners. You have to be a winner to get loved. And she convinces them, no, you don't have to. You are loved for who you are. And that's what's the most important. And then identifying what your boundaries are. So cultivating healthy communication and boundaries in your relationships. There's going to be a give and take in every relationship, but understanding what's okay, what you consider okay behavior, or what you like to deal with, that's important to set that foundation with others. Self-care. So making time to meet your needs as best you can. Spending time on your hobbies and interests, doing things that give you intrinsic pleasure. Understanding that you can't live just for other people all the time. You have to do things for you as well. You got to change your inner voice. So change the way that you talked about yourself, working on the voice in your head. So you really have to be able to say, okay, instead of taking those self-doubt and, you know, getting that negative self-esteem, tell yourself, it's okay. We learned something today. You're taking one step closer to the goal that you want. And you're going to get there someday if you keep taking these steps. And the last one is self-discovery. So learning your likes, developing goals, hobbies, and interests that make you happy. So if you embrace all the different elements of that pie, you'll understand the foundations of self-love you'll be able to continue on. So we're going to end out today with a quote from Doreen Virtue. Forgive yourself for what you think you've done or not done. At every moment, you had your reasons for all of your actions and decisions. You've always done the best that you could. Forgive yourself. I hope this has been enlightening and hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Constructive Curiosity. Constructive Curiosity is presented by SFC Consulting. For all your career coaching, project management, and leadership development needs, 
SFC Consulting has the insight to get it right. Visit sfcconsultingservices.com for more information.